0: Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers.
1: Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world.
0: Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be. Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Yo, what is good, Ted Jones Worlders? Episode 38, I am here with, of course, Pat Charmel, producer Pat. Pat, how are you doing, bro? What's up? What's going on? Uh, Pat, uh, you look good on that on that little still we got here of you with the dog and you know just you on your phone. You love the phone and the dog. Thanks so much. So, Pat, my man, we have a special guest today. We have an Ivy League hoop star, former Ivy League hoop star, um, a good friend of mine, hoop star turned Euro pro, and owner of B Ball App Dosa Armani Cotton. Armani, what is that man? How are you? What's good, Teddy? So, day, our, so, Armani and I have known each other for a long time. I asked him to come on Ted Jones World Podcast. Got to get an athlete, basketball player for sure, especially after this whole Jordan documentary. I wanted to pick his brain. And um, Ar- Armani, what's up, man? Where are you in the world, dude?
1: I'm uh, I'm in Oslo, Norway right now. I'm uh, I'm stuck in Europe. But honestly, I might be seeking asylum just because you know New York City is a little bit crazy right now. So my my visa. My visa is holding on strong, and I don't think I'm going to return until, I don't know, there's some type of normalcy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm out here after the season. Uh, I was in Berlin before in Oslo, so just uh, chilling in the apartment.
0: Nice, man. So you're playing ball over there in Norway. How many hours ahead yeah. is that, um, uh, ahead of New York? Six. Six.
1: Okay. Six hours. Got six so, hours on you guys.
0: Okay, so let me just give Armani um, just a quick ba- background on Armani. So Armani created an app called dosa we're gonna get into that but first bro i want to talk about uh just like your career going into basketball you know um when i knew you 15 years ago or even more than that 15 20 years ago bro um, sure, um, yeah 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 so Ar- armani went to school with me and he didn't start fully taking basketball seriously if you don't mind me saying i guess until like high school right like when you went to, like to start developing I mean, that's yeah,
1: no, no, that's a, that, that's a good statement. I think I did a lot of different sports and stuff. Basketball was always there, but I think it became the main thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, it became the main thing in, uh, in high school. You're right. You're right on that.
0: Right. Like when you um, were looking at high schools, I remember you were like just trying to figure out which school had the best basketball program and where you can like hop off and like, you know, go to a great school. So Armani, a very smart kid. Cause you know, he went to school with Ted Jones. Just kidding, guys. Chill. Uh, Armani went went to Yale. And after a tough freshman year, uh, dude, you won the Ivy League championship your senior year. So why why don't you talk about a a little bit what that was like starting freshman year, getting to Yale, and then, you know, making it all the way to the last playoff game to go to the uh, NCAA tournament, bro. And you beat UConn on the way. Pat and I, by the way, UConn alum and um. Oh, he's a UConn alum
1: too. Sorry about that, bro. Sorry. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's all good. I, I, yeah, I I requested that plug in. That that needs to be known. (laughs) We we got the childhood memories, but more importantly, I still uh, I still remember you shooting me a text. You are like, "Fuck, dude, you hit a three against us." Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, uh, no, but yeah. Let's let's think. I guess so. Freshman year for sure was a was a tough one. Um yeah, coming from, from New York City, obviously like, you know, hotbed for, for basketball, but, you know, we both came from pretty progressive private schools where sports, you know, if not basketball, and then even for you, tennis wasn't exactly like, you know, a part of the plan. It was like, yeah, yeah, you know, just do as well as you can academically. And then the goal is to go to like, you know, a, a notable college. And uh for me, like sports was always going to be a part of the narrative. And, um, I was just doing everything I possibly could to, to kind of like bring up my experience points, I guess, in basketball alongside with, with academics, because like, you know, at least I can say for my mom, that was like, that was a focal point. Like the goal always was for her in her mind, like, all right, you got to go to either like Harvard, Yale you know, Princeton, like, that's the goal, like, that's the ambition. Like, that's why we're in this country. Um, so it, it was just like always, a. I was always like looking out for like what the closest level of competition was for basketball for me to get right. And freshman year was tough just because I think there was a bit of like a, not not a culture shock, but more so just like, all right, like this is a consistent level of competition that I have to face. And uh, I wasn't accustomed to things not coming that easy or maybe like not having like a, the validation that probably comes with, you know, going to the private schools where like teachers are always like, yo, how can we help? Like, how can we help you succeed in sports for sure? As you know, like it's about performance and, you know, you get invested in as much as you perform. So freshman year was definitely like a learning curve, but uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at now if it wasn't for that, just because I learned like, okay, bro, like you just gotta, you gotta produce. It's not so much about the process uh, you gotta produce.
0: Right. So, um, what me? What made you choose Yale? You know, besides like, I guess,
1: yeah. So aside from moms, uh, yeah, I I think for me, like off rip, I just had like a, I had a real good vibe with um with the dude who was on my official visit, like the dude who hosted me on my official visit. I he was just like he just seemed like the antithesis of everything I thought about Ivy League. He was a real fun dude, this dude, like, named Isaiah. And um, I think I was just trying to I, – I knew, like, there was a nerdy side to me. but there was Like, a hoop side. Sure. There was a hoop side to me, and I felt like, dang, like, you know, this dude doesn't seem nerdy at all. But I knew he was OD smart. So I was just like, you know, if I can – if that's like – if that's what, you know, the the athlete, the student athlete at least looks like, you know, I can tap into that. Like, I'm enjoying that type of environment because I didn't want to overload him either. I knew I couldn't sustain it just because, you know, my experience in, in New York with like private school and then juggling basketball, which was like a completely outside of school thing. It was really hard. It was just like, I, I couldn't find versions of myself. And I felt like he was like, he, he made sense to me.
0: And uh, for the most part, I mean, you with, with your grades, you could have gone like any school you wanted, but like, was there, were there other schools that like maybe were a little bit more basketball that I'm, you, and they were like, yo, come to the school, you know, give you a, give you a shot. XRN like, is great, but, you know, maybe it'll prepare you better for pro-ball circumstance yeah. where, like, maybe you want to go to the NBA or something. Because I, I know you um, know NBA draft, so obviously the hopes were there. So what, what were your kind of thoughts around that? Like, versus a, a, a Louisville, a Kentucky, a Gonzaga, yeah. something like that
1: yeah yeah yeah. no for sure like I mean I don't want to get it twisted like my my ambition to this day is always like the NBA like that's what you, you that's what you you know you aspire to do when you get into basketball especially from New York City I guess but like for me like 100% that's just what I wanted to do and I was thinking about any space that can help me get to that point point. and it for sure was not Yale Harvard or any other Ivy League that you know was kind of put on a pedestal especially at that time um, but uh, I, yeah I guess my recruitment so like I, I was being recruited by all the ivies so like that was you know that you know super privileged <laughs> like situation but I was like yeah you know that's the safety situation right now for me like my my ambition is like I'm trying to go to like a, as close to a Big E school maybe like something ACC but my only interest came from uh, so Notre Dame had come see me play my uh, senior like during like senior like uh, fall ball they call it so bro, and, bro, uh, bro, 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 just yeah. to just
0: to recap, where were you your senior year? You oh, yeah.
1: So I transferred for yeah, uh to NMH, this prep school called Northfield Mount Herman. So like this is like along the lines of like I'm trying to continue to have the most competition, like athletically, to to meet with like my academic experience, which was like always super intense and rigorous. Uh-huh. And I just felt like, you know, coming from friends, like where we were at, and then I, I transferred for high school to Dalton, like both academically demanding but athletically you know that's not exactly where you're trying to go if you're trying to make that jump uh to college basketball, like to division one basketball let alone like professional so yeah and that transfer that to NMH like yeah it was fall ball and I guess the uh, associate the assistant or associate head coach was there looking at another player and I you know I hooped my ass off and my coach was like hey man like Notre Dame bro like yeah cooking buddy. so I'm like I was like, if this is why I transfer. I'm freaking out. I'm calling my mom, like, yo, like, and, and then it kind of hit me, like, holy shit, they're going to send the head coach to come see me play next week.
0: So and I'd
1: never been in that type of situation. And I absolutely shit to bed. Like, I freaked out. <laughs> I freaked, bro. I probably played, like, the worst pickup, like, game. And everything was, like, biased towards, like, coach let our guards know, like, yo, feed him. Let our money work. Like, right. you know, let him get hit, like, show I was, like, every single shot was magnified. I was looking over to the side, like, man, like, did you see yeah, that man, miss? Like, really. I hope you saw that swish. So I was, like, completely boxed out. Yeah, I, I botched that up. But it was, like, you know, it's a part of, like, that experience. And I didn't completely get over that in college because, like, things like that would um, pop up. But it's it, it for sure, like, let me know, you know, just, like, the whole expectation thing uh, around sports. And then also, like, the process. Like, I put in more shots than ever that week but it's still you know the performance part of it so looking back it's hilarious it's like fun but that's that was like my one like ACC like interest not a verified offer beyond that Virginia Tech uh, of like notable ones and then I had like the Patriot League like Holy Cross and Lafayette, Lehigh, Davidson was one of them but it it couldn't really like uh, I, I knew like if it wasn't if it wasn't like a ACC like a type top, situation, top I would have. D- yeah, yeah. I I wasn't I wasn't gonna turn down an opportunity there because like I can Jerry Mullen just happened, so I was like, damn, if he could do it, I gotta figure <laughs> I gotta figure out a way. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Armani mentioned Dalton. Uh, that's a high school, private high school in New York damn, City, man. and um, there are a ton of private high schools in New York City that take academics extremely seriously and really don't. Um, look towards their sports programs as like um, any form of notoriety, except for Poly Prep. I guess Poly Prep yeah, has like, poly, produced. Well, why,
1: why don't why don't we do that, man? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't
0: know, and especially since like now, like Brooklyn is where it's at, anyways. Like I guess it that's always right. has it's, been, but like, that's it. yeah, yeah man, Brooklyn's like been
1: where it's at. Yeah, they knew. Them. They Yeah, they were I mean, they got the
0: campus, they got the fields, they got everything sure, over man. there. So like, I mean, that's that's really like what you need as an athlete. You know, you don't need like. An eight thousand square foot building, you know, on like Sixteenth Street, with like t- with forty classes. Yeah, you don't need. You know yeah, you saying? needed.
1: You need. You needed. Uh, you needed. Uh, Virgin Records on Fourteenth, yeah. bro. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you needed bro, that, you needed bro. That. Do you
0: remember, like, speaking <laughs> of these small schools and whatever? When we middle school, you and I were playing in the Grace Church gym, Jutes. Okay, so this gym that they were using at Grace Church literally was oh. probably what fifty feet long by that 20 was like a, feet wide. That was a
1: multi-purpose, that was a multi-purpose room, bro. You it was like the dodgeball
0: gym. It was like a, his head gym. It was nuts. And they were using it like full basketball. Like Kids just dribbling down the court, shooting full bricks. Armani scoring like 20. Passing it off to your boy Ted Jones.
1: Listen, I'll let the people know about Ted, Teddy, Teddy, bro. Your, your confidence was something to be admired. I'll admit that, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, in middle school, like I was pretty—I was pretty aware. I was like, "All right, I'm know I'm nice," but this man Teddy, is right here rocking. Was it? I don't know if it was you or oh You're rocking multicolored T-max. I'm talking about the blue T-max. And your 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 whole swag was built like you dressed like you were averaging thirty. Dude. <laughs> like, you're, oh my god. i think bro, you had, had the, the hairpin bro
0: i had the iverson yeah, no, yeah, finger pads I'm, I'm positive the i know you sleeve, had something with the hair
1: headband the hair pulling out that? so yeah oh yeah no bro i was god. just like yeah. damn bro if anybody walked in this gym they think i'm like his big man just setting screens or something yeah, like legit, i got
0: dude oh you know, my I, god i really
1: i i get it bro confidence is a big thing so you know Hilarious! I had to tip to you. You, picked, you picked that up early. Right? So you,
0: funny, man. dude, so yeah. funny So Armani, sticking with the basketball Bro, gotta really admire it That's very cool, dude um, So what, just kind of give me a little bit Of a situation, what's going on in Norway Right now, I assume you guys are Handling this coronavirus a little bit better um, You know, our president Is not great, in my opinion, of course I don't like the guy, I don't know why He's not wearing a mask I feel like people should be wearing masks, whatever uh, but what's what's going on in there, uh, over there, in terms of like things starting up again?
1: I, you know, things things are actually kind of back to normal. It's it's like I'm feeling some survivors remorse right now, just because you know New York is obviously in a way different situation. But the thing about Oslo, bro, it, it looks like Tribeca, but just with far less people. It's like very surreal. If you know anything about Norway, it's like a very oil rich country. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of like kind of just like came up on a bag because they were previously owned by like Sweden, which was previously owned by Denmark, and then they were kind of like the last to emancipate themselves from it all. And then Gee, a little uh, geography
0: like, sh- lesson for you guys. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> I would have, ne- never <laughs> given you that, and I would not have given you that. Go ahead, bro. It's
1: all good, bro. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a full class here. You might <laughs> be doing uh, master classes after this. Uh, no, nah, but just to, I, I say that because you know they have a. Uh, have a very strong economy relative to, to other Scandinavian countries, so not that they're not affected by it, but I mean, it's just odd walking around knowing that everyone is like being compensated by the government, like like healthcare-wise, obviously because there's free healthcare here, but then like systematically with making sure that anything that is not like a, if your salary isn't being met, it's like being filled in by the government, yeah, uh, which is a luxury. It only happens with like this type of low population with the amount of like space that they have. Yeah. But you know, the oil thing definitely like helps. There's just a bunch of Tesla's driving around. So like everyone's solid. My, my season's ended. The con my club just like, fi- like paid me my last salary. So we have no beef. I can chat them out. They're, they're good. They're all right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm just, I'm posted up until, until I make a move.
0: So from there, is it the G league and then NBA, and I would, then I would, I'll be courtside love, at, at uh yeah, at uh yeah, in no. Brooklyn, dude. I'm yeah, about yeah, to give up on the Knicks, man. This James Dolan guy, what's going <laughs> on? I'm about to. I'm telling you, Brooklyn is the thing. So when when are we? When am I sitting courtside, bro? bro that that listen, man. I think
1: COVID really jammed me up, so I had a year and a half off effectively because I had to deal with uh, some health things. But this is like the healthiest season that I've had. I, I took care of my body during this, like year and a half, which is why DOSA has kind of, like, come about, um, the skill sports program, but, uh, yeah, th- that was the goal, man, that was really the goal this summer, like, I had things lined up to start training, and, uh, with the G League, so I was actually with the Westchester Knicks, the Knicks uh, affiliate, like, right after, out of school, Ducks. uh, before going to my first season in Belgium, and, um, did you yeah, have, did, I just remember, did
0: you, have, did you have an agent at the time?
1: Yeah, yeah, horrible one, I, I have a different one now, but, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, um. Yeah. So, like, that's that's a that's another story. But yeah, I I, I would happily take that route because for me, basketball is like a, is a love thing. It's it's crazy. I, it's a means of living. You know. Yeah, but I, I really, I mean, off the record is we. I remember how we used to have to pay to do our sports. You know, like you'd have to go to whatever midtown tennis and stuff. You know, like the idea of like I went to Basketball City. Like you know what I mean, and like pay for a camp to get shots up. Like exactly, it's so weird to like, yo, you want to watch me dribble, so right. Yeah, off, off that, it's all, it's it's definitely like whatever. But I would love to, I would love to make that pursuit. But it just takes a lot on the body, you know. It's like
0: yeah, man, totally. Seventy games, yeah. seventy
1: games compared to Europe, where tops if you're playing in two different leagues, maybe like fifty with playoffs.
0: So, right. So, um, I'd say basketball is a hot topic right now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about the Jordan documentary. But, bro, first tell us about the DOSA app, man. I know that you had some programs lined up um, in Connecticut, week basketball camps, all this stuff. Um, Just explain DOSA, and then if you think these camps are going to happen, man, like what's the full plan here?
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, So, I mean – First off, DOSA stands for Division One Student Athletes. Um, oh. No. Yeah, so so basketball is – DOSA basketball is, like, our flagship program. And, and truthfully, it actually started, like, before going into my freshman year at Yale. Um, my mom, who you know – like I brought her up twice now. But uh, she – Yeah, who Roxanna, we all know. Roxanna, yeah, yeah, Roxanna, who we all know. Yeah. Was just, like, straight up, like, yeah, if you want any, like, you know, movie money slash, you know – Hanging out with friends, get clothes, or whatever, sneakers, you're gonna have to figure out a way to, you know, pull that off, pop on. Like, I'm not working, like, at the library or, you know, just all the, in my mind, horror stories I've heard of, like, you know, D1 athletes juggling sports, you know, responsibilities, school, and then, like, a part time job just to, like, put, like, $15, $20 in their pocket a day. Like, that just sounded, like, ludicrous to me. So, um, I, like, reached out to the NCAA and Ivy League Conference because, as you know, NCAA athletes aren't allowed to, you know, profit, let alone leverage their likeness to, you know, create any type of business. And for me, it just seemed like really weird that after 18 years of, you know, developing my game to, you know, achieve the status as a division one student athlete, like through training regiments, either from like my own trainers or camps and stuff like that. Like I was like, I actually know what it takes to be in the position of a, collegiate athlete right I actually know like intimately the expectations and demands of you know collegiate basketball as it stands today so why would anyone else like kind of like just I don't know like pontificate oh this is how I imagine you need to train to become Armani it's like you can you can get at me I'll tell you exactly what it is that I'm doing to you know play at this level so and obviously like you know I came up with some people my peers and I've made by virtue of like my team that I was going into. So I let them know, I was like, this is my intention. And they said that I could actually create a sole proprietorship prior to stepping foot on campus as an enrolled student. But the moment I stepped in, in order to maintain eligibility, I had to transfer the company over to my mother. So during my four year tenure, it was like this, like, I was like kind of ghost operating and it was like, they were, yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. But you know, Worked with them, found a loophole in it. But yeah, it was like every summer without any marketing because I wasn't allowed to. I'd be like, yeah, let me get a, two friends from Princeton. I'd have like a kid we played with who's like at Louisville and stuff. And we just do these camps and clinics like at a YMCA or sometimes partner at Dalton, my like old high school. And it, yeah, it would just pop off. So now we've been doing this since returning to like professional basketball and the network's kind of gotten larger. And now we have a, an app we've co-developed an app to basically give access to young student athletes, to the athletes who are currently doing it. And that's rare, you know, usually you don't get to tap into those who are like, "Ah, yeah, I got a game tomorrow. Like, good luck, you know, like having that relationship in real time with like a, you know, a sophomore, at Dartmouth or... Yeah, and it's, know, like, or it's, like a,
0: it's like an Instagram DM, you know, but it's like with context. Key, yeah, but exactly,
1: know? but with context. Yeah, I, we got some UConn. Uh, for, I, got a, I got a senior on the women's basketball team, Batuli Cameron from wow. UConn. Shout out to her. I got a, another UConn, Tim, Terry Larrier. I don't know if he was here. Yeah, probably not. I think he's actually younger than you. But, okay. uh, he's with the LA Clippers right now. So wow. it's like really, it's really surreal just to like be able to connect the future generation and the next generation, you know, because that's the stuff that we miss. Yeah, and know it until we became it.
0: Wow. So, what's the incentive for like guys like you who are senior at Yale who like are debating going to the NBA draft? What's your incentive to like just respond to uh, some people who are like shooting you questions like that? Uh,
1: wh- what do you mean by that? Like,
0: like in terms of I, they have this app called Cameo where I guess if you pay like a hundred dollars, your favorite celebrity will like give you a birthday message you know like let's say i wanted for really? I want, yeah so, so they have this thing like let's say i don't know if he's on it but whatever like let's say that you know i love ryan reynolds because he's fresh mm-hmm. so <laughs> um so like in order for ryan reynolds to um say happy birthday to me there's like a 500 hundred dollar fee by you so you pay ryan reynolds i'm sure he gets um x amount of money whatever probably 70 mm-hmm. percent of it and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Happy birthday, Ted Jones!" Like, I want That's you to wild. know, Armani yeah, loves yeah, yeah. you. He That's thinks you're great. Okay, you know what
1: Okay, I mean? okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, oh, you're asking like, what's the relationship in that? No, yeah. it's uh, it's actually different. So, right, obviously, it, it's uh, the relation, the, the fact that the app exists right now, given you know the COVID scenario, um, it's helpful. But prior to that, right, we would do it in physical form. Right, we had clinics. Uh, you, So, like you alluded to like chelsea Piers and camps that obviously like won't exist given the situation this summer Mm. um but like we've partnered with chelsea Piers, where it dosa operated as a camp and we'd have like you know i'd piece together a network where they'd come there uh, and function like any other basketball clinic except it was exclusively instructed and designed by current athletes so as a result there would be like a lot of the resources that we're accustomed to like film uh you know like Uh, skill development contextualized by like the game situation the things that like made sense to us that allowed us to play in terms of the app the reason why you know an underclassman or upperclassman in college would want to actually like utilize our resources is because it's really difficult to communicate things that we like instinctually know like you play tennis like I'm sure you could like speak to exhaustion it's like yeah bro like when I slice on the backhand, I do it like this. Like, you probably mimic your coach and, like, remember it. But, like, as skilled as you are, maybe you're even better than your tennis pro. It's sometimes more about, like, okay, how are they communicating it so it translates to the younger player, right? Like, Andre Agassi is probably a – I mean, is a beast, but I don't know if it, like, translates to him teaching. Like, Derrick Rose, like, there's nobody better who can, like, go off of a pick and roll, like, in my opinion. But he might not be able to articulate – what it is that you're looking for in a coverage compared to so-and-so. So DOSA effectively like bridges the communication gap because through the app, we actually have like a built-in curriculum that speaks to how we as athletes understand the game and we can organize the workout by the video clips. Like if you look on our Instagram, I always like, you know, tease out a couple. Shout of it here. out. Shout
0: it out. Yeah. Shout it out.
1: At DOSA basketball, at DOSA basketball, D-O-S-A basketball. Um, yeah. You know, we're able to kind of organize the clips in a way that like translates to the game. So if I say, yo, Teddy, we're gonna work on ball screen decision making. Um, instead of just giving you a randomized drill, it's like, okay, this drill makes sense because here's the game situation. This is the drill that you're using to prepare for this game situation. It's detail, and, detail. Yeah, detail, exactly. Instead of like how I've usually learned how to play the game, which was just like, hey bro, we're gonna hit him with the in and out crawls cross over here step back jump shot i'm like dope and it's like it feels cool and then i'm like damn like why am i not able to do this in the games because i have no idea when i'm supposed to use it yeah use it. like you've, time, yeah yeah the,
0: the, i mean the pro has done it what twenty five thousand times maybe even more yeah and
1: then half the time honestly when coaches show you it's a little outdated To they're not playing anymore so how are they really supposed to you know
0: they lost how a are little spring in to- their step
1: I mean, I'm, it's no shade. Like, eventually I'm going to yeah. be removed from the game. It's just, like, if you didn't get exposed last night doing that same move or have some success yeah. to it last night, how could you, like, authentically speak to it in a way that, you know, the next generation is ultimately – like, you're putting them in a position that hopefully you've been in touch with. Like, my position at Yale right now, like, I'm 6'7", like, shooting guard, looks crazy different. They got a 6'4 guy there who's running a different type of offense, like, I can't tell you what it would take to play right now as a so- starting guard at, you know, like, it looked different.
0: And so I, it's and really, it's that, really about just getting, like, like, a dinner conversation with the person who just did it's one, what you want to do.
1: It's one way of thinking. Yeah, it's about access, you know? Like, oh. drills are arbitrary, though. You know that. There's no new drill in tennis that's supposed to make you a pro versus, like, like not, it's like, it's reps, Coupled with access to how it's done, right? So like, how do I'm we? Sure ha- go ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 yeah. Go ahead. So how do we? How do we access
1: the app, bro? For sure. So definitely, especially if you're, if you, I mean, you, you could be an aspiring student athlete right now in basketball, watching this, or perhaps you have some friends and family, like girls and boys. Um, you go on to dosasports.com/app, or you just go on dosasports.com. And then you'll see the app on the widget above. Um, and then, yeah, you click that and you'll kind of get a quick look at some of the, uh, the friendly faces on the network, some UConn guys there, definitely, like, a lot of Ivy League uh, athletes, but know that they're all current athletes. We got some pros, too, like, you probably familiar with and G League and uh, NBA guys, um, but I'm also excited we're, we're expanding in, in Europe with some EuroLeague players. So we got a new guy, Edwin Jackson. Um he plays, uh, he played in Osfeld, and played at FC Barcelona. So like, yeah, it's just, it's just been really cool to like get these guys in a space where they can communicate what they know so well, you know, instead of after they retire and then they kind of lose their juice. And it's like, this is what I was doing. I like, I want to know yeah. now. So when you have 30, I feel like, damn, he told me he was going to get 30 that way, you know?
0: So, you know what I mean? I think that this is just like, it's such a different time for everyone, obviously, because it's 2020 and we're in quarantine and there's a pandemic but just like people, kids who are growing up right now, like let's say you and I were 11 years old again, going to school or sixth or seventh graders. We would have like such a a different experience growing up. Like if I was able to reach out to like you as a senior at Yale, especially after seeing this Michael Jordan documentary, which like everyone obviously is watching and like is fired up about, like that's just a life changing thing. Like, dude, I could be on Instagram, you know, trying to, dm my crush my 13 year old crush who's in eighth grade and i can also hit armani who's a senior at yale who's a standout beating down yukon so it's just it's it's a wild time oh dude i i have to show you these things the next if you guys are watching a video which i hope you are um i have this reggie miller like statue that i've had forever dude and then i also i also got charles barkley here Dude, I, hey, have, I have Dennis Rodman somewhere. I can't find it. But, How, dude, you, I just, I, I recently to him out. I went through, like, I knew I had old figurines of sports, dudes. So I pulled out, like, the baseball. I have some tennis people. And I was like, all right, I'm definitely bringing these computer aside when Armani's on so he just knows I'm the real deal. So, dude, <laughs> t- tell us, like, what you think about the Michael Jordan documentary. Tell us what you think about Jordan in general um what's your opinion on his legacy now that he just dropped that especially in 2020 when all eyes were on him you know full yeah. 10 episodes
1: first of all, great great move by him he uh he, he probably felt the grip loosening on uh after 2016
0: the right when lebron yeah, no, won i that get title. it i get
1: it i get it he's a smart man he's a smart man um yeah i mean for me for me personally the biggest takeaway uh I've always like idolized Jordan and I don't feel like I necessarily saw anything I didn't already know, but it was cool to hear him uh, just talk about how he was able to like sustain his hunger, uh, you know, cause that's really difficult to do when you're doing well, really well, you know, like everybody, everyone rocks with you like that. Like literally the whole world is just like, yo, you're that dude. Um, and just like, it's, it's hard to maintain a lead; It's easier to chase so like the way that he used like visualization slash like just straight up delusion to like make up scenarios where he was like almost the underdog or at least being like attacked like the, the random shit with the the dude saying like hey nice game Mike after like he had 35 on him and he just completely fabricated yeah, that you dude. know what I mean yeah I'm Nuts. like I, yeah like I, I I'd never had that like when I was younger there was like other things but I could 100% see how I mean, outside of his athletic ability, his mind, for sure, was just, like, the sharpest tool that he had, because, like, I mean, he was competitive, like, eerily competitive, but, bro, he just, he, his conviction around his game was just so crazy, and the fact that he could, like, warp reality to be like, nah, he was trying to take away this, and, like, I don't even know if that Isaiah Thomas stuff was even real. He's just, like, he just likes finding edges, you know, to just, like, make it really personal, and, usually people play better when it's like emotionally charged. So I, I get it. Like I think a lot of young players can learn from that.
0: So is he the, is he the greatest player of all time better than Bill Russell who won 11 championships? In
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really go, first of all, I don't, I, you know, hats off to Bill Russell, but I never, I never saw dude play. Yeah. I like, yeah. I, yeah. Kobe's like my guy. That's like my, that's my personal bill. Like you know, I, I love dude to death. I think, I appreciate a Jordan archetype just because it led to all the other favorite players that you probably have from yeah. AI to Jordan to for the LeBron fans and obviously Kobe. So I'm probably giving him the nod just because of the mental part. I don't know what Bill Russell's mental was, but like the state of the 90s where it was literally just like, you know, basketball was that thing. And he's that dude with all the commercials and all the love. And he's just, he's still eating like three times in a row. That's hard, bro. Yeah, it's hard twice. to do anything three times in a row. Twice. Yeah, two, two times, times. Two times. Time, two, two, bro, two sets of three. That's yeah. a tough <laughs> that's exactly. a tough workout, man. That's tough.
0: Yeah. And okay, so like I think the one thing that everyone is trying to wrap their mind around, um, i got it's, like one of the last things we're gonna talk about. But like one of the things that everyone was really like, what the hell? No way. It was like towards like the end of the the whole series, like the last 20 minutes. He, we this flu game that we all thought that he was, like, super freaking tough. He was sick. He was just battling some virus or anything. And especially during times like now, we were all like, oh, yeah, man. It's got to be word. tough. It. <laughs> so it turns out that Michael Jordan – I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Turn this off right now. Um, if you If you didn't watch it, you should watch it. But the game that was considered the flu game, he ate bad pizza the night before and considered that, like – maybe the Utah jazz pizza store poisonous pizza nuts dude
1: <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's true. I mean unfortunately I wish it would have came at like a suspenseful surprise I had heard about that already yeah he had spoken to it a little bit and honestly I think they could have done a better job of making it dramatic because like that visual I had in my head when they said that I was like bro like five like you know when I'm thinking, like, Italian, Utah living, like, men pull up with, like, a, like, a single, like, pizza pie, like, yeah, this shit is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but
0: you know what happened? Apparently, I read up on it. I was like, yo, yeah. this, there's no way. The producer said that um, Mike told the guys that were around him, he's like, y'all didn't wait for me, and spit on the pizza and was like, you guys can't eat any of this. So Mike ate all the pizza by himself. Yeah, and no, I did it.
1: I don't know. He like oh, he went ahead and spit on it to make it like his own, bro. It
0: was Mike, so Mike. dramatic. I don't. Mike, I don't Mike, fully know.
1: Mike, Mike's a lot, bro. I mean, yeah. No, that that part's crazy. <laughs> Food was tough. Food poisoning is real tough too. So, I mean, either way, you chalk it up having a what do you have like
0: thirty-seven or forty or something. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah. Else.
1: yeah, something ridiculous while while uh, while sick like that, but. I think he kind of likes that stuff. I think he it's it's better it's better for the shoe man i have a I played in the the Jordan the Jordan
0: flu game 12s all season. you know that's amazing and it got you feeling some type of way too. You were like of course, yo, of course ta- every time I had a big cheese pizza last night. I'm about to start flying like Jordan <laughs> Armani Cotton, thank you so much for joining us, bro. Shout out the website and instagram uh yeah. situation real quick again just so we can get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, at Dosa Basketball, at D-O-S-A Basketball on Instagram. And then, honestly, you could type in DosaBasketball.com. It's also the same. DosaSports.com, DosaBasketball.com, same thing, app up top.
0: Armani, thank you so much for joining us, bro. I know it's a little bit late over there. And speaking All of good. food, I know you got to eat, man. But we will, good, talk, man. we will talk soon. All right, bro? Thanks sure, so much, bro. man. Ted Jones uh, man. Worlders. Of course. Ted Jones Worlders, out.